You have picked a hell of a day to join us for the Morning After podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews from Q104 in Kansas City. You picked today because as we're recording this, we just wrapped up our show today. And this was one of those things that I think (laughs) when we were on the radio, it sounded fine, but... There was a lot of technical stuff happening behind the scenes that really made today a lot more difficult than it needed to be. Think about your job, you know, whatever it may be. Even if, you know, you've, you know, your, your customer's happy, or in our case, which is our listener, but it took a lot more work than it needed to because w- your computer or whatever piece of equipment you use just decided to be a big old piece of trash. At one point, it was just one of those days, and we've all had these days, where you just think, I should really just go back home, (laughs) get back in my bed, and start all over. Like, just start the whole thing over, redo, pretend this whole thing never happened. But what's really wild about this show and about this partnership between you and I is we we went through the ringer of emotions today. And I'll take you through, we've got time, it's the podcast, at about 7 o'clock. Things hit the fan. It totally did. From about 7 o'clock to 7.20, nothing worked the way it was supposed. It's one of our most popular features. Our game that we play every morning, Can't Match Mike, which is a lot of fun. And it just crapped because the equipment we use decided, I don't want to work today. And it was just, Yeah, and it wouldn't make much sense to you if you weren't in the room. I mean, you know, you kind of have to be here to understand, like, why it was such a pain in the butt. But, like, just know that, think about your job and whatever it is (laughs) that you're trying, the basics that you need to do your job. For example, like, you go to the bank (laughs) and the banker, and like, you know, back in the day when you go into the lobby of your bank and the teller's like, I'm so sorry. The computer's being slow. Right. Think of that times ten. That's what happened. That's what happened. We got to it us. out there. It's fine. And then all of a sudden, something amazing happened. And this was, we didn't even plan on talking about this, but we pulled this so from from so far up our rectums and just pulled it right out. <laughs> but we got to talking about we got to talking about roller skating. I don't even know why we started talking about it. Now it's like this whole morning was a blur. But we did. We started talking about roller skating, and I don't know about you, Mike. I know why because you found out rollerblading is the new hot exercise that's coming back. That's what, so everybody's selling out out of bicycles because everyone's buying bicycles to get some exercise during the pandemic to be outside and so there's like no more bicycles so now people are starting to buy rollerblades and I'm here for like I played roller hockey as a kid okay I I am a roller blader rollers but whether it's skates or blades I am all about this trend coming back because you know me exercise is stupid I would exercise if rollerblading is back in fashion yeah that's what I was gonna say were you a big roller skater roller blader back in the day I'm totally forgetting that you did the whole hockey thing so of course you yeah into it. Um, I roller skated. I rollerbladed a couple times and I wasn't, I didn't feel as good at it, but I tried it when I was a little bit older. Sure. But as a kid, that's what we did. I mean, parents would drop us off at the skating rink and we would just be there for hours having the time of our lives. We talked about couple skating today, uh, yeah. and God, let's skating talk, backwards. Right. Let's talk about all the boys you probably flirted with at the skating rink. Uh, Jeff Ibex, if you're listening, what, what? <laughs> he was my, he was the one that I waited to ask me to couple skate and I know I'm aging myself here by saying that Lionel Richie Say You Say Me was the song but that was every time I came on I would just imagine like oh my god like I really want to skate with Jeff Ibex to this song did you ever couple skate with Jeff Ibex I did Ibex? I finally hey, did he, I did. Yeah, he grew, grew a set yeah, yes, that's yeah, good it happened but, I gotta, um, look yeah. I've told you this about me before which you would never believe because of the amount of confidence that just seems to pour out of my body it oozes from you never had the guts to ask a girl to couple skate are you serious I've never to this day I'll tell you, and you're going to 
drive me so to this day I've never had I would in growing up I never had the guts to ask a girl to couple skate never had the guts to ask a a, a random girl at a bar that I've never met before right. no introduction from friends I do not have it in me to walk up to a woman I don't know and be like you know hi my name is Mike I, I could I buy you a drink? Like I've never done it. Never had the guts to it. If I were single to this day, I still wouldn't have done it. I, oh I don't. Gosh. I have to be introduced because here's why. It's the same reason I couldn't do sales. Rejection. I can't handle. If somebody were to tell me no, I would feel so embarrassed. I would feel so down. I would feel useless. I would feel ugly. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely freaks me out. Wow. I d- I, that's really surprising because I would have thought you would have been the one out there trying to No. And get that's the Tater. And, and all Tater does is strike out, but he'll go up to anybody. You know what? That is a very true statement. He will. He's not afraid to approach anyone. Yeah. And, and the thing, and I always tell him, I was like, if, if, if we combined our minds, it would be perfect because Tater's the opener. But I can close. Right. Now, once once I'm introduced to a friend of a friend or something like that, and we're introduced that way, it's it's going in that night. That's all there is to it. That's what she said. I didn't really mean to put it that way. <laughs> but, but, woo! Now that I say it, that's kind of an accurate oh, terrible no, no. thing. Terrible thing to say. No. Well, you mentioned in the course of this conversation that we, you know, so we're talking, we're talking about the, the rollerblading and it's coming back. But what we decided that when life gets back to normal ish and we're allowed to have gatherings we have to have a roller kegger like as a station you know promotion but every anyone can come everyone and anyone can come i mm-hmm. think that is going to be so much fun and can you imagine we've talked about this before the first time you get to go out and do something quote normal after this lockdown and just this crazy time that we're living in it's going to be on. I mean, people are going to be so fired up to go yeah, out. A lot of DUIs happening that night. Holy Even cow. me, who doesn't really normally want to leave my house, I'm going to be ready. Jenny like, might be out till 10.30. I mean, I'm just saying. Now, home by 11. Let's not get too let's crazy. Let's not get crazy. But, but I do. I think it, that sounds like a lot of fun. So let's, we, we've, we've gone off the tracks here, and that's okay. But we started by saying that, um, you know, today was really kind of an S show. We weren't really happy with it. But that's what really brought us back. Like, in within a 45-minute span, we went from just really ticked off to, we started talking about this roller kegger, and then we talked about, like, songs you, you couples skated to. Right. And we pulled up this list of, <laughs> roller skating songs and these songs were just awesome just awesome Living on a Prayer was one. A uh, couple skating to "It's Your Love" by Tim and Faith. Total Eclipse of the Heart, Bonnie Let's Tyler. Go. And then we capped it off. Somebody just said, "Hey, this ain't a couple of songs, but you remember the Space Jam song?" Oh yeah. We got a real thing going down. Welcome to, to the, the Space, space Jam. jam. Get your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. Yeah. Oh, All right. Ha- and then we were like dancing around the studio. So we went from the the roller coaster of emotions to being completely depressed, and then way up. Then it got spicy on the show today because we started talking about weddings and people that you know were walking down the aisle, realizing as they're walking down the aisle that that this is not right. Like they should not be getting married. And I just can't relate to that at all because the day I was married, my husband was like the greatest day of my life up until that point. So it's like anybody who's ever met you and your husband or my wife and, and, and me, I think, would say, no, we wouldn't feel that way. We, we kind of, we waited till, how old were you when you I'm got married? 30. Yeah, I was 31. Yeah. And I think that's such a huge part of it. I brought, it's interesting on a country radio station where we do have people from some more rural areas that listen to us. And in rural areas, people tend to get married earlier. Totally, it's just not, the way it is. I'm not judging it. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. But I do say that, like, you know, people who get married at, 
in their early 20s are insane. I think it's I think it's well, ridiculous, but I, I, I know it's to each their own. It and, is, and it works for a lot of people. We've had people call in when I've said, I've said that on the radio. I've, opened, I've been open about that. I, I said, I think you're insane. You're just now starting your life. And people have called and they've said, well, I married my husband. And I was like, one woman called, they got married when they were 17 and yeah. they just celebrated 50 years. And I'm like that. And my point is, that's great for you. My point is about like I'm not targeting specific couples. I'm just looking at the stats because for every one story that's like that, I would be comfortable betting money that there are at least 10 stories like that that don't work out with that happy ending. Well, I know it wouldn't have worked out for me because the people I was dating in my early 20s <laughs> terrible choices. Not husband material. No, but I mean again, everybody but like my my sister started dating her husband when they were 16 and they got married right out of college and you know dated all the way through married mm-hmm. out of college had six kids and then I mean passed away in a car accident but I do believe that they're that they would have been that couple that worked out I, sure. I do I mean nobody knows what would have happened but I do think that that they would have made it again it's just I don't know it, it, different strokes different folks yeah and you and you have to know you but I'm telling you what just the the, the thought of I take marriage very seriously, and I think the reason I do is because my parents were divorced, and I hated having divorced parents. Same. The thought of walking down the aisle in front of everybody, you know, your friends, your family, and God, and promising that you're going to stick with this person forever, I took that promise very seriously. I was in a great relationship in like when I was like 22, 23 years old, but it got to that point. We all get to that point. We get to that point where, hey, are you going to put a ring on it or not? And, and I'm like... No, but see, you got to that point long before you, you know, were walking down the aisle. But but, I just can't imagine like you're that day. I mean, I was nervous just because everybody has the jitters that day for different reasons. But, you know, it was more, you know know what the biggest stress for me was on my wedding day? We've talked about this a little bit off air, but that, that was the first time my parents had been in the same room together. I mean... For my whole life. Yeah, like, your parents they, don't get along. No, not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally loathe each other to this day, which is just so absurd. Like, pull it together, you know? I mean, really, <laughs> pull it together. Right. But it was the first time that they were together. And I even told our wedding photographer, I said, listen, if you could capture somehow just a picture of us at the end of the aisle, I knew that it would be my you know, dad on my left and my mom on my right as they gave me away. And I, it would be the first time that the three of us would have been together mm-hmm. it, my, for my whole life. I said, if you could just like capture that it would be amazing. And he did. I have a picture that I treasure because all of us are smiling in the picture and mm-hmm. we're all three there. That's all I have. I, I asked the my parents, who are very civil, by the way, get along just fine. Uh, actually, after my wedding, my mom and stepmom became Facebook friends and still comment on each other's stuff all the time. Really? I kind of don't like it. Oh, but I think that's awesome. It, it, I know it's awesome, but it's also kind of weird because it wasn't like that for a long time. Not for any ill will, just there, there's separate lives, you know, right. whatever. But now, yeah, now they're commenting on each other's stuff and I'm like, uh, but the, but I did so I got a picture with my mom and my dad and they were happy to do it and it was a lot of fun. But then my mom, I've told you the story already. My mom, <laughs> who is now on her third husband, was like, I can't wait because I'm going to get a picture with all three husbands. And son of, she did it. She did it. She did. And and, and that's and all three husbands. No, I get my personality from. I say I get my personality from my mom, but my my smart ass from my dad. Mm-hmm. And so. That's why I'm on the radio. It works out really well for me. Right. But uh, but so mom asked all of them, and they're all like, "Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that Barb's asking this question. Let's let's go. But let's see, do it. It was awesome. That was- is so cool to me. I mean, I just because it's so stupid to harbor any grudges. I mean, look, it didn't work out for my parents. You know, I mean, that happens. Like mm-hmm. that sucks, but it happens. And I just could never I, grasp why they couldn't get over it. I, I just to this day, I'll never understand it. I'm just I'm coming up with a thought in my head right now because we've already talked about the uh, the roller uh oh 
Roller kegger. Yeah, That's, right. We've talked about the roller kegger, but I want to do something else, too. You and I have talked about how we need to be guests at somebody's wedding. We need to yeah, go to a wedding. We do. We need to get dressed up to the nines. We need to go have ourselves a time. I think another contest we're going to do is, like, the morning drive crashes your wedding. I'm here for it. Like, we'll, we'll DJ for a little bit of it or something like that. Like, we'll, we'll make it worth your while. Look, to, we don't want to be awkward. We're not going to stay very long. I don't really like to go places anyway, so it's going to be great. <laughs> Jen, will be, Jen will be gone by 8.30. Yeah, right, just so, give us a half yeah, hour of your time. Once, once that music changes from like the 70s to the 90s she's usually out the door by then yeah after acdc hits jenny's gone but um (laughs) uh, no i we need to i would love to crash somebody's wedding and i and i think we'd have a lot of fun wherever we ended up but uh it was yeah it was a wild range of emotions today in our show and i'm kind of happy it's over like i'm I'm ready for tomorrow (sighs) i don't you know what i want to do i want to take on our next job we talked about this on the air a little bit ago that uh because we talked about the death of alex trebek right and I had said that when Pat Sajak retires, and I'm, and I, by the way, this is 100% serious. I, I'm not joking when I tell you this. I'm not either. I am going to try to be the next host of Wheel of Fortune because I feel, I feel like a game show host is something I would be very good at. Mm-hmm. And if, when Pat goes, Vanna's going to go. So if you want to be my Vanna, you, you think about how many steps you get. Wear your Fitbit. Think about how many steps you'd get. Here's the only difference. She wears ball gowns. I'll be wearing athleisure wear. It's fine. <laughs> also, they don't interact enough for me. I feel like you and I would have to be like, I don't know, making jokes back and forth or something. We'd have to have much more interaction. But that's the. But you know what? Maybe after 40 seasons, you know, a, a small change like that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Because you don't, you don't, I'm not, I wouldn't be trying to be the next Pat Sajak. Because Pat Sajak wasn't the next anybody. He was just Pat Sajak. Sure. So I would just be Mike Keller and you'd be Jenny Matthews. And, and there would be maybe a little more, we'd, we'd find a way to interact a little more. Yeah, we'd have to. Because I feel like I have more inside my brain than just, you know, touching a, a, a thing and lighting it up. I mean, I feel like I, I have more to say. No, she makes like 60 million a year doing that. And oh, I know. Like and no disrespect. God bless her. Yeah. But I feel like I'm too mouthy. Like, I'd have more to say. And they so. do. And they talk at the end. A little bit. A little, little, little banter at the end. It's usually sponsored by something. I can see more like somebody chooses a letter and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm kind of yelling at the contestants. Like, I could see that. Like, or you just like make a mouth like make a face at the camera like eh, I wouldn't have guessed that I don't know Wheel of Fortune is still my all time game show though well I'm really excited about this because one of my favorite games which I'm very good at is Uno sure. how are you at Uno fine I, I good not great I'm great at Uno. Oh. In fact, to the point to the point where I've taught my kids my ways, and now honestly they crush me. Like they are so good at Uno. Could we get our assistant in here to brush the dirt off Jenny's shoulders, please? I mean, not to brag, but I'm pretty good at it. So the card game Uno has been around a long time. Next year it celebrates its 50th anniversary, which is kind of crazy. Hey, happy birthday! Happy Uno. birthday, yeah. Uno! Hollywood is turning it into a reality game show. I don't know much except for the show will feature four teams. They'll face off to become the ultimate Uno champion, and it will incorporate audience participation, somehow over-the-top physical challenges. I'm all about that. That's great. Trivia, as well as other creative elements. So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work, but that sounds fun. Have you ever played, and I forget exactly what the name of it was, but it's some version of Uno. It's got a machine in the middle. And Uno Attack. Is it Uno Attack where you'll you'll push, it'll tell you, know, okay, if like draw two actually is like push the button twice yep. and it may spit out a card, it may spit out nothing, or it may spit out ten the cards. the deck, yeah. Like, when that thing spits out a ton of cards, I, I love that take on Uno. I just think it's wild, but I think it's a, it's a great, 
next evolution of Uno. It so is, we'll, we'll see what happens. I personally prefer just traditional Uno. Of course. I mean, it's sort of my jam. No, no, I, and I'm not saying, oh, of I course. Know, Uno, traditional know. Uno is the best, but would you be open? Like, I would love to play Uno Attack with you guys because I feel like if I played traditional Uno with you, it wouldn't even be fun for me because of how dominant you claim to be. You and your wife came over and the four of us played, um, I don't remember the name of it. What was the name of that game? Was you, it the card game that I brought over? Yeah. The Five Crowns yep. or whatever it was? Yeah, it was a really fun and it reminds me a lot of a game that my husband and I played a lot this summer, Phase 10. Can okay. play the Phase 10? Never heard of it. Feel like you need to come over and we need to play some Phase 10. It's 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 similar to the game you brought over, but it's um we need to do that. I would love to come up to your house mm-hmm. and play this game. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like if we did, we'd get arrested for breaking the law. Because because we're not allowed to visit people's houses right now, Jim. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You cr- Oh, I forgot. You're, you're literally promoting criminal <laughs> Criminal activity I'm sorry. on the morning after with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews podcast. How dare you? Except for I feel like we established very early on in this pandemic that we are in each other's bubbles. <laughs> so yeah, we, we're in the we're, we're in the bubbles. We are the only uh, comp, like radio company, as far as I know. We were never even given the option to work from home. Thanks. By the way, thank appreciate you very that. much. It's great, guys. Uh, don't worry about my health. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I say that, but I shouldn't say that because I'm, I'm telling you, again, I do not have any scientific medical proof, but I'm telling you there's no way we didn't have it right after the Super Bowl parade here in Kansas we City. We were both really sick and with the exact same symptoms, and one of them being that horrific cough that would <sighs> not go away. Yeah. And I actually lost my sense of taste and smell. I don't. You didn't. Did I you? did not lose. A yeah. set, but I mean, I was oh, hacking my guts out for four days straight, oh, yeah. and Mrs. Keller was down for the count. Prescription medication didn't help her. She was down for about six days. Yeah, she was really sick. I mean, we all were, and my kids had it. Everybody had high fevers for days, and I don't know. I do. I think we had it. I kind of hope we did, just to get it, you know, over and done with. But. Yeah, we've decided early on, like, if you're getting it, I'm getting it, vice versa. I mean, we're in each other's bubble. Yeah, we're in the bubble. So, I, so, so Mayor Lucas, I, I, I understand why the lockdown is happening. I just ask that you show forgiveness if I go up to Jenny's house or Jenny comes down to our house because... We're, we're in the bubbles. We're in the bubbles. We're in the bubbles right now. I'm disappointed, man. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about this, although I, like, I might borrow your phase 10 because... <sighs> Well, who knows if it'll even happen or not. But as of right now, as we're recording this podcast, it's supposed to be one week from today that uh, we're supposed to have some family driving down from the Chicago area. How many people total are coming, if they come? We don't even know. Five. Okay. Plus the two of us, which would be a house of seven. And, oh, and five dogs. Well, the restriction <laughs> is parties of 10 and under Well, the are restriction okay. is also they really don't want you to travel from out of town. They don't want you to travel city to city. But here's the deal. Like, my wife and I, uh, we've already canceled. We were supposed to be in Fort Worth two weeks ago. We canceled that. We're supposed to go see my mom, my family, in St. Louis last weekend. Canceled that, too. We are Katie and I are now in total lockdown. Like we're gonna have, we have a, we've already scheduled a grocery delivery for next week. So we're, we're, we're Katie's just home, home, and I'm work home. Right. And that's all we're doing. And we're doing that. We did. We're doing. By the time they get down here, it will have been for two weeks. Our family in Chicago is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They are on complete lockdown right now. They're following all the CDC guidelines so that they can travel safely. The only issue will be like gas stations right. but they've, they've got a car full of germex already like you know so they'll maybe touch the gas pump and immediately germex their hands i don't know i hope it happens but uh we'll see here's the thing 
and we talked about this on the air the other day a little bit, is that, look, as far as my community and the places I go on a you know weekly basis or whatever, I see everybody wearing masks. Everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've been somewhere other than that person, and I've it's been me too, I've been that person, where you walk into a store and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot my mask, you know, nope. and you have to put it on real quick. But I've not seen people just walking around without their masks. So then, you know, we get to talking about it, and it's like, if masks are the answer, and if if distancing is the answer, then why are people? Why is it surging? Why are there so many new cases coming out? Like, if we are doing at least for the most part the right things, I, it just makes me wonder if what it's going to take is eight. And when I say total shutdown, I mean like nobody leaves their house for anything. You know, because even before when we had the lockdown at the beginning of this pandemic, and it was like, okay, well, only essential places. Well, you can find a real reason to be like, well, it's essential. I've got to go get whatever at Target. I mean, that really wasn't an essential move. Yeah, but you can't you know close, I mean? but you can't close a grocery store for 2 weeks. No, I know you can't. You've got to have that, but I there's going to have to be I mean, I'm serious when I say like policing somebody at the front of the store mm-hmm. why are you here what do you need or like one at a time one in one out I, I don't know something extreme right. because otherwise oh, it's going to send the world the country into oh, a panic. it's going to be terrible and I oh. hope it doesn't even come to this but I'm just trying to think like what is going to actually fix the problem and it seems like aside from doing something like that I don't know how you're. I don't know how this is ever going to quote go away. And I know there's the vaccines, but then you've got people who aren't willing to like shoot a vaccine into their arm that just got developed within a couple of months. Right. I, so there's that. It's a scary time. It um, is a scary time. It really is. And it's a depressing time because I miss my family, and I, I know uh, miss not going to mom's last week was uh, it was it was the right call. Because she had a little too many people in the house for my liking, but so I'm glad we didn't. I'm, I'm glad we didn't go, but I also hate that we didn't go. But I haven't seen my family in a year. Yeah, I, I, they're I all get in it. Maryland. It's so sad. Another lockdown scares me, and I'm, I'm scared of how long they might lock down. And what it's I don't want to without getting too conspiracy theory here because I'm I, I'd say I'm on the average amount. I'm like I'm the average American who it's like. Do you trust the government? Well, I don't think they do anything like crazy like some of the crazies say they do, but I also mm-hmm. don't trust them 100%. I'm a little... But I, and there's going to be doctors and nurses who hate me for this, and I'm, I'm sorry. Cause, and I, I, I Look, I'm ignorant. I don't have all the facts in front of me. We're just talking. I'm, I'm just flabbergasted that these numbers are starting to get so high now. I, that's what like, I mean. Before things. I would understand if come December 5th, all of a sudden, you know, like two weeks after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. oh my God, everyone traveled and the numbers are through Makes the roof. Sense, right? That would make sense to me. Why are all these numbers coming? Why is it so bad now? And then, I'm sorry, I don't care about positive tests. I wish they would stop telling me positive tests on the news. I think that is a useless number. And again, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I get what you're saying. I'm not trying to be insensitive here. I know, I know. Give me the hospitalization numbers. Give me the percentage of people who were tested positive who went to the hospital. I think that's a more relevant fact. A dear friend, a family that we do life with on the regular. Our kids are the same ages. They're in the same sports. We carpool all the time. We're just with this family a lot. Um, The mom got it. She's been sick for maybe four or five days. Very flu-like symptoms. Um, Is starting to come out of it. Is feeling better. Son tested positive. He has not one symptom. Is running around the house like a crazy kid. (laughs) That's awesome. Daughter tested negative. And she feels fine, too. And the husband, as of yesterday, didn't have the results back. Um, 
but there again is just that's so weird to me because if it is as contagious as we say and you know if it is spreading like wildfire they're in the same house we're with this family all the time like i don't know and then the non-symptom and then or asymptomatic and then the people that have symptoms it's just so freaking weird i know again we're just talking like please don't you know i don't want we're not trying to like I don't know. Say yeah, one way or the other. What's yeah. the best thing to do or the worst thing to do? We're literally just processing our thoughts. Yeah, yeah. and it is. It's it's interesting talking because because I understand. Let's let's break down both sides of this argument because let, let's be real. No, nobody here is intending to be evil. Nobody wants anybody to get sick, no. and nobody, and I mean nobody, wants the world or the country to be locked down any longer than it has to be. We all hate this virus. We all hate lockdowns. We all want it to get better and go away as as, as quick as we can. On one side, there's the freedom issue. You know, how much freedoms are they allowed to take away from us for the for the good of the cause? But uh, you know, so I get what. Maybe people who are arguing, kind of maybe more against what we're saying. You know, they're like, you know, don't you care about others? And it's it's for the good of everybody, not the good of yours. And and I'm, and what that's a wonderful thing to want, but at what cost? I, I mean, I'm extreme on both ends with this. I think it will either take, like I was just saying, an extreme shutdown to where there's literally policing if you're going to leave your house. Which I mean, wow, like that's not going to fly. But I'm just right. telling you, it's going to take something like that. Or on the total opposite end, you know, it's going to take just. It's America. If you want to leave your house and you want to wear a mask or you don't want to wear a mask or you're not comfortable going or you are comfortable doing, you do you kind of thing. Like, you got to do what's right for you and you certainly don't have to. But if you want to, we are America. It's a free country. And if you want to stay in your house locked down for six months, go for it. But it's, to me, going to take an extreme measure one way or the other to do anything. Because I feel like right now we're just kind of in this circle of... You know, we're finding ways to get out and do stuff. And as long as you have your mask on, like, you're fine. But you're not fine, obviously, because the numbers are going up. And then there's, like you said, the testing. It hurts my brain when I start processing all this. Because you're right with the testing. Um, Yeah, I think you're suggesting uh, basically herd immunity, which I love the idea. Personally, I love the idea. I certainly understand why people wouldn't love the idea. Sure. As, as, uh, you know, again, it's it's, it's based on your individual situation. My wife and I, for example, it's it's my wife and I at home. I'm 34. She's 29. We have, we're, we're, we're healthy young adults who this virus, if, if we were to get hit with it, more than likely, wouldn't really affect us. Like I believe it did in February. We'd be maybe sick for a week and then we move on with okay. our life. Yeah. So, so for me, I'm kind of like Jones in for the freedoms. But if you're an older person, if you're, you know, somebody you hang out with your grandma a lot, well, well of course that's different for you. And maybe totally. for you, it's more, it's better, it's a better idea to, to stay locked down and stay away from everybody as much as possible. And I'm not taking the the thing lightly whatsoever because, I mean, my friend, really, really sick for a few days. Like, I want to be honest, I don't really want that. I mean, yeah, I think I'd be okay. I'm a healthy person. I think I would be okay, but I don't don't really want it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm with the herd immunity. I'm not trying to get it, but I almost think, like, are we really ever going to make any progress if we just keep staying in this circle of doing what we're doing right now. I just think something's got to change. Yeah. And maybe it is the vaccine. And maybe a lot more people will get it than I think will get it. I wonder if there are even doctors and nurses in our local hospitals who differ on how in opinions on how we should handle this. I'm sure they do. Don't you think? I would love to hear sure. both sides of the story from people who are more educated on the subject than we are. I would love to hear from like a doctor on each side mm-hmm. of the uh, you know each side of the argument. Everybody just get out and let's all get it and get it over with versus Well, my let's friend just who has down. it is a doctor and her whole thing, she put a thing up on Facebook and it's powerful words and you know I, I see where she's coming from, you know, it's wear your mask and truly right now that's all we can do. Like we're just look, just wear your mask if you go out. You know what I mean? It's like you really should at this point, but 
again with that, how long do we do that? Are we and then the numbers keep rising? Are the masks even working? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 we had a, we got a text not too long ago. Somebody just said, uh, "What did they say?" They texted us and they said, "What it is? It's not like the grocery store and the Target runs. It's." People are still doing small get-togethers at their homes, where they're not really saying anything. And I say that out, I think, well, hell, that's kind of what I want to do for Thanksgiving. Am I a giant piece of trash human being now? I'm like, no, I want to see my family. It's less than ten people. But and and I don't and know. like I said, I we're we're we're, we're all all of us are quarantining for two weeks. We are literally locking ourselves in our homes until the day of travel. Yeah, I mean, what else can we do? I don't know. I don't wow, know. Wow, we didn't really mean to go on that long about that. Sorry about it. I'm gonna <laughs> well, be honest. We'll put in. We'll put in the notes. Fast forward to like the 30 minute mark. We stopped talking about Rona. Yeah, but I think it's like we. You have to talk about it at some point, and this just feels good, honestly, to vent out like random thoughts in my head anyway. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think mental health is something that's really being overlooked with this entire pandemic. Um, I've told you many times. I mean, I'm a hot mess inside. Like I, I know that I have. <laughs> severe anxiety and I never thought that I had depression but I know that it's flirting with me like it's it's in there a little bit and I it's terrifying honestly because I don't like to feel that anxiety I feel like I've learned how to control over the years somewhat but depression's a newbie for me and I'm like ooh, um but I worry a lot about the mental health of a lot of people in our world because of this and what it's doing and you know, when we are on lockdown, you've got your wife, I've got my family, and there's some people that are just sitting there by themselves, and that would just be mm. so isolating and awful. And I, I don't know. I guess that's it. I'm we, uh, uh, yeah. So what we'll do, we'll we'll, we'll move on here. Um, and, and and by the way, if, if you're if you're listening, and we certainly appreciate that you do. Maybe you're like fully going, hell yeah, give me my freedom. Or maybe you're like, well, you guys are wrong on this, and I have some stats to prove it. By all means, shoot us an email or a text or however you get a hold of this on the radio station. That's great. I just ask that you be respectful because we did start out this conversation by saying we're not fully educated on no. the subject. We know what we know, but we understand there are differing opinions and probably some facts to back up opinions that are different than ours. Please share that information with us. We would love to be more educated on the subject, but I'm not going to lie. The way the world is right now, you know, whenever somebody disagrees, they don't try to share information in a polite way. They're kind of dicks about it. Sorry for the <laughs> sorry for the language, but that's what they are. And if you come at us like a dick, I'm just going to delete your email. But if you but if you come at us like, hey, I heard your podcast, I disagree, and here are some stats right. I have that back it up. Like I would, lo- I would, I would, I will. I don't even want to have a conversation. I will sit and listen to your point of view. Like, and then I'll and I'll say thank you for it. So I'm the same way. Just, I love hearing other opinions. I love it, and sometimes I can get swayed. It just depends on what it is. But don't be a dick. Just don't the message. Thank you. Can we, call, um, can we name the podcast? <laughs> the title? It? No. We're, we're, well, I'll put a I'll put a bleep on it. Um, uh, one more thing we did want to bring up here, Jenny. You brought up the uh, the Super Bowl. I didn't, how did I miss this news? Because it was like the most underwhelming announcement ever. Usually, I don't think this is. I think this is a huge announcement. No, no, no. But the way it was announced this year was very underwhelming. Because usually, when we are there's all this speculation for months about who's going to perform halftime at the Super Bowl. I mean, that's always a huge discussion. Am I right? Right. <laughs> well, not this year. We found out, and I only found out because I read it. It was like a blip in something I was reading. It was just a small paragraph that the weekend pop artist, the weekend, is doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Honestly. He's amazing. Reminds me a lot of Michael Jackson, and I feel like he's going to do a very nice job. I just thought it was like, wait, we just announced it? Like, we're not even going to speculate? Maybe you're not familiar, because if you listen to us, you probably listen to country. For those of you who don't know who The Weeknd is, I guarantee you, you know a song or two. Here's some samples of his music.
I got to tell you, those clips were kind of hard to find because I had to really cipher through the. I only had the non-edited versions of all those songs, and like, man, the weekend says bad words more than I thought he did. Like, yeah, dang. I mean, as long as he doesn't show his nipple, I we're gonna be say, all right. I will say the uh, the radio editing of whoever does that for the weekend does a great job. I think he's going to do a great job at the Super Bowl halftime show. I just think it was weird that the announcement, there was no speculation, and usually that's just such a hyped-up thing to talk about. I mean, look, we need things to talk about, like the halftime show at the Super Bowl, because we have nothing positive going on in the world right now. I know. Um, So, you know, we hope that the Chiefs are in it again. I was going to say, who, uh, my, my smart aleck question was going to be, so who do you think the Chiefs are going to be playing in the Super Bowl when the weekend performs at halftime? And I would have not even uh, sort of an educated on. guess on that. I have no idea. No, oh, I know. Pittsburgh Steelers, aren't they undefeated? No, it's the same conference. Oh. That would be the AFC <laughs> Championship, Jenny. <laughs> that is the extent of my sports knowledge. I just know they're undefeated. R- right now, it looks like the Green Bay <laughs> Packers would be the biggest uh, challenger from the NFC to take on our AFC contenders in the Kansas City Okay, yeah, City I watched for the commercials in the halftime show. So it's going to be the weekend. I brought this up to say this, is that has a country star ever done Super Bowl halftime? Because I don't remember. Yes. I do believe Luke Bryan was a Super Bowl performer. Was he National Anthem? He wasn't the headliner. National Anthem. He was National Anthem. He okay. wasn't the, uh, the halftime show. Are you sure? By the way, the I'm fact that Kenny it. Chesney hasn't done it or Garth is insane to me. Because like everybody, Super Bowl halftime you, you performers it up. country. I know that Luke was there. Maybe he did do the anthem. Maybe he did that in Georgia when Atlanta hosted. That would make sense, being that he's from there. Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain. Okay, Luke Bryan, national anthem. Okay, hold on. National anthem. Carrie Underwood did it. Luke Bryan did it. But sh- okay, halftime show. Shania did it. Shania God, in two thousand three. Okay, so it's been seventeen years. It's been a long time. Um, I'm gonna see if there's any more on this list. I don't because that's what I, my whole point is. I don't remember, and I'm thinking, gosh, how great would that be? Luke Bryan would be amazing. Luke would be a good halftime show. I think Kenny would be an incredible halftime Kenny show. Kenny would be awesome. And it's not like he doesn't know how to perform in a football stadium. That's literally all he does now. I'm just gonna throw that out there as well. Garth would be an incredible. The, the guy is one of the best performers alive. Has Taylor done it? No. And why? Gaga did it. Gaga did it, but Taylor Swift would be an excellent choice. Taylor Swift would be a home run. Katy Perry did it, and I thought, she, I was under, a lot of people loved Katy's performance. I was underwhelmed with Katy Perry's performance. She rode the giant lion while she was singing Roar, remember that? No, I don't, which is why it must not have been that memorable. It must have been on your second Mick Ultra. Yeah, I mean, hello, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, I just think they should uh, get a little more creative with it. I By mean, the way, for what it's worth, I know we're country DJs. I love The Weeknd, the performer. I think he's awesome. I think you, you listen to that guy's voice and you don't hear Michael Jackson in it, I think you're deaf. Yeah, he'll be great. Like Mike, like I think he sounds just like Michael Jackson. A little more... I think you're deaf because I said that like five minutes ago. <laughs> Let me clean but this. that's okay. Hang on. You guys have a Q-tip I could borrow? It's okay. <laughs> All right, there um, we no, go. I, no, I think he'll do a great job. This wasn't to say that. It was just more like, wow, I can't believe that announcement happened. We There's, didn't even get to speculate. And yeah. then... You, you enjoy the pomp and circumstance of the I whole do. thing. I love the one, wrap it up, Super Bowl halftime talk, but I loved the one where Britney Spears came out. I think she had, like, I feel like she had a sock on her arm or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Aerosmith was there, maybe? Mm-mm. I gotta Google. I like the one where I saw Britney Janet Jackson's Spears boobie. Super Bowl. That was a good Super Bowl halftime show. I mentioned the nipple there a minute ago, too. I know you, you did. That. I know. I know. Timberlake. Have Timberlake back. You know what? We should start a petition. There is no good reason Kenny Chesney should... You know what? First of all, the Super Bowl should be held at Arrowhead Stadium. 
What are you doing? My volume's on. My uh, we should we have a Super Bowl at Arrowhead Stadium, and I want I want Kenny Chesney, and then you do the KC and KC thing. Yeah, you put that theme together, and uh, I guess is Kansas City. We probably don't have the hotel space to host a Super Bowl. Is that what it is? I know no one can see this on the podcast, but I am holding up the picture of Brittany with it was a tube sock on her arm, and Aerosmith is there with her, and that is when Brittany was on point. I don't know what's going on with her on lately. On point? <laughs> That's her on point? She looks like Miranda Lambert in that picture. Yeah, she does. She does. I, I thought you were showing me a picture of Miranda Lambert. No, I feel bad for Brittany. I feel like her mental health is caving, but that's a story for another time. I know. Anyway. I'd, um, I'd make, you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd still take Britney Spears on a date if I were a single man. I think it'd be a lot of fun. She oh likes Fanta. Gosh. She likes Fanta. And she's from Louisiana. She got that Southern accent. She hides it sometimes, but she's got that Southern accent. Oh, yeah. She is from the South. And she's a ball of crazy. I feel like she'd be a lot of fun. I know. Like for one weekend only and then like bye. <laughs> like <laughs> Then bye. we're done. Bye, girl. Bye. 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 Going back to your Cajun lifestyle now. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for listening this week. We'll get off now. Sorry about the long Rona rant, but it did feel good to get that off our chest. You're right. Like I, I apologize, but I'm not sorry. Does that make sense? People who ask <laughs> what this podcast is all about, I'm like, we're just shooting the breeze. About anything, about life. And let's be real, this is what's hitting us right now. Um, so. I will tell you, if you have a suggestion, something you'd like for us to bring up on the podcast, a topic, a question, ask us anything, whatever, reach out to us. We're happy to do that. Yeah, Jenny at Q104KC.com. You have the easier email. I do. Because mine's Mike Keller, and Keller is spelled with an A-R at the end. No one knows how to spell my name right, but, but it's I'm fine. But I'm Jenny with a Y. Everybody wants to make it Jenny with an I. So Jenny with a Y oh, at thought, Q104KC.com. I thought it was Jenny with an I, but you dotted the I with a heart. With a heart. Only sometimes. <laughs> when you were 13? <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We're out. Bye.